everyone. I'm Julie. And I'm Jenny with a G. We're cousins and best friends. Who live on opposite ends of the country, so we decided to start a podcast. Welcome to K Funny. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? Look, I just can't get over it. Like, I am... First of all, I'm so glad that we don't record this podcast uh, video-wise because I literally am still in my pajamas. Oh, man. You are over here like a glam queen. Tell me about it. Like, I can't. Your hair and your face and your... I can't. It's so cute. Oh, my God. Tell me everything. Tell me. So, okay. From the beginning, we were um, doing a photo shoot for our organization. A photo shoot? A photo shoot. And so we had actually planned it for it to be a couple of weeks ago but because of illness and all that stuff we moved it and now we um were we were supposed to do it also like yesterday but it moved to today but either way uh we went to a makeup artist first time I've been to a makeup artist in a super long time and I told the makeup artist I just want to elevate my natural look. And she was like bet I got you and so then I um also wanted to get a lip that if I needed to reapply, I could. So I brought my own. And so she was like, oh, this is perfect. And she was the one who was like, let's do the purple because you're going to wear pink. This is really going to pop. I was like, okay. When I looked at the mirror and saw myself, I was like, I feel like I'm a picture. Like she did such a good job. And like, I can't stop smiling. I just went live on Instagram. So more people can see my face oh my because, God. you know, we we're walking around with a mask. So we're like covering up a lot of it and then have to take it off and then smile real quick and put it back on. So, um, but it was really fun and we got a lot of good shots and I was like, I saw this, um, a mural, mural like what, what, a ledge, a cliff. I don't know. It was a oh. ledge maybe. <laughs> okay. And I was like, we need to get on there and make it look like a Drake shot. Like, you know, from being on that boat or that ship. So we did that. So that was cool. And I just, I love the look, the makeup artist, Terry did a phenomenal job. Like, look at this definition. Look at this. Like, it looks great. And it, then, the other thing is you also don't really wear makeup except for lipstick now. And now you kind of do more eyes stuff, but for the most part, you like never wear like makeup. Yeah, I mean, I don't like like, I, like face makeup. Like, yes, what is it called? Foundation, people call it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a blush, I, I a highlight. <laughs> I don't do most of that stuff. Like, I legitimately put a lip on, maybe some eyes. Never put on eye, fake eyelashes because I don't know how. And I asked her, I was like, can we do some? I mean, I just love it. I've been looking at me the whole time. I got my curly cut. <laughs> I got my curly cut the other day, too. So the hair was like behaving because this is the other thing. I feel like I'm catfishing professionally because I always do a headshot with straight hair. Mm. And then actually the last headshots I had, my hair color was like, orange <laughs> and now my hair is black because all the dye has gone away so I just feel like I've been professionally catfishing people for a long time like here is this auburn hair straight hair looking woman and then here is a widely curly dark hair <laughs> lady coming at you a youth you can say could you? I, yeah I'm gonna say it oh. I'm youth <laughs> okay yes a youth sure um I, first of all, two things. Mm, I don't know why I always enumerate the things because it always ends up being either more or less. And that's just a 
quite a rigid structure for my story. But anyway, um, (laughs) you, I love how you have multiple headshots. Like, I don't have any headshots to the point. I know. I know, Jenny. Oh, my God. Like, don't even say things like that. Your gasp. I know. I don't have headshots. And I didn't actually matter to me like I never really thought about it until like this year or not this year last year like my uh, agent because I have one of those yeah you do was like I know she was like hey uh, I want to update our like writer's database at the agency do you have a headshot that you like I was like well I don't have a headshot period so (laughs) What we can do is uh, take this selfie real quick. Um, but I was like, man, I really should. Should I? Should I get headshots? Yes. Like, I don't. Yeah, I don't the know. answer is yes. Here's the thing, y'all. Listener out there, if you are a person, you need headshots. Nope. Get them for yourself. Get them first of all. Get them for yourself. Second of all, get them from work, for work, or for anything that you want to do. Pursue. We should always have something updated. I think that it is appropriate to get them every two years, every year if possible. But it just is very helpful. You don't know what gig you'll get. You don't know if you'll be invited back to your high school to be a guest alumni. <laughs> I better not be. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. They might call you. Girl. Oh my god. But um, yeah, I do have a lot. I would say, and people are always asking for headshots. So I really rotate between two. One again with my hair like auburn orangey, mm-hmm. and then one with my hair. Um, like um, ombre. I mean, I still don't look like that anymore, but they get I the mean, gist of it. People are allowed to change their look. Yes. But also, I always just thought of headshots as like an actor thing. Mm-hmm. Or like for you, it seems like... So headshots make sense for you because you go to a lot of like conferences where you're a speaker and you do that all stuff and whatever. Yep. Um, whereas I've never had to... like That's never been an issue for me. And... Even as, like, a writer, I feel like some writers I know do have headshots, like, I'm sure. But some writers, like, I know some writers who are very um, successful. And the picture that they run of them when they're in, like, Deadline or Variety, like, one of the trade magazines. uh, And they're, like, announcing a big deal that that writer has uh, signed or something it'll literally just be like a random ass photo from like <laughs> 25 years ago yes and i'm like talk about not looking like yourself like no and, and that's i that's feel like problem. that energy i don't know i feel like maybe i could take that energy and just, <laughs> just oh like God. let me pull my high school um please senior photo so here's the thing i my i senior, really wait hold on wait though did you have fun with the do you the little rap thing yes, and yes. The, <laughs> where the one where i look like a stepford wife <laughs> i, I Jenny, remember that one. like my like wait oh, wait there's hold on hold on there's two so <laughs> i had so my high school um <laughs> they had this thing where the photo that they put of you in the yearbook like your senior photo had to be one that they took Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Some like I, I know a lot of places where like they let you have your own photographer and like choose one to submit to the yearbook. They didn't let us do that. So, but <laughs> the thing was that on my actual senior picture day, because I knew that my mom 
had already booked like a senior photo shoot. I don't know why senior photo shoots were a thing, but they it were was a, a it was huge a thing, a huge thing. And you had and to get all the styles, all the poses that you all picked. the poses. And there was this um like very I don't want to say I don't want to say fancy, but like a very popular trendy senior photo photographer in my hometown. Uh, <laughs> excuse yes. me. And people would be like, oh, well, I went to Mac Brown. And you're like, okay. So long story short, I too went to Mac Brown. Oh, of course. <laughs> you know. Come on. Um, Your so mom's I, not going to let you not get Mac Brown. What are you going to get? Old Lisa? <laughs> what is that? No, you're not going to just get Sears portraits. Um, shout out Sears Portrait Studio, though, for real. Um, so I knew that I had those senior pictures, that those were going to be my real ones. So for my senior picture day, I didn't really put an effort in. My hair looks busted. Um, this was back when, speaking of you were talking about catfishing, um, I feel like, and I don't feel like this anymore, but it takes a long time to unlearn when you are a naturally curly girl, as we are, um, to unlearn this idea that for special occasions, you have to straighten your hair. And that was like, that's how we grew up. And so in high school, if it was picture day, especially senior picture day, I had to straighten my hair. And I am happy to say that I don't do that anymore. I mean, no, you know. No shade to anyone who does. That's your prerogative. Yes. But, and that isn't to say that, like, everyone who straightens their hair is doing it because they've internalized this, you know, these thoughts. But for me, that was, like, definitely, like, an impulse until, probably, like, until I was almost done with college. And so, and my mom still, I'm 33 years old. My mom still gets mad at me that I don't straighten my hair for special events. She's yes. like, don't you want to look good? I'm like, well, actually. Yes, you still look good. Turns it, out. It turns out this is the way my hair grows from my head. Hello. And uh, it looks nice. I think it looks nice. Um, just because you internalize this and haven't gotten rid of that way of thinking after hmm, 60 something years on <laughs> this earth. Um, doesn't mean anything. I'm like, also, no lie. Curly hair. It's a lot of work. It the fact is that, so much <laughs> like the fact that anyone would think that this is a lower maintenance look that can oh my god. I don't know what wash and go means because you have to wash, condition, it's, moisturize, plan, plop. Like it's like, so much work. Do a little twist no. and a whole Let me thing. I also, I mean, I internalized it. I think that it was just a thing that you straighten your hair when you were going to go do something until I literally said, no, only, only like two or three years ago where I was like, I'm not doing this. This is ridiculous. I know you straightened your hair for a while. Yeah. I'm going to sweat my hair out. I'm going to, because what happens when you have curly hair like mine, I'll speak from my experience. You straighten your hair. I straighten my hair. Then I go dancing and it's back to curl right after my second dance. So I stopped doing that. But sometimes I still do have the desire that I just want to see it straight and then I do it. But make sure you get pictures. You know, we oh, do yes. used to get pictures every year because of school. We should try to continue that. And it's funny. Here's the thing. 
you can do the fun photo shoots with you and Richard and Nash and then just get the photographer to do a couple of headshots. And Wait, so you're them. saying I'm supposed to do a photo shoot with Richard and Nash? Well, to maximize for someone who doesn't want for to take what? that many pictures. For what purpose? Just so you can have <laughs> like, nice pictures what? of you, Richard and I'm Nash. I'm literally so confused. Um, <laughs> so my Don't let me have a, my a family because I will take pictures. My terrible senior photo, I didn't straighten. I like my mom blew my mom blow dried my hair, but we didn't straighten it. And then it was a very humid day. And so my hair looks like it's kind of has like a flip at the end. Like it looks like a very 60s photo. And that's the one that's in the yearbook. It looks truly terrible. Like it would have actually looked better if I got to wear it natural. But, you know, high school. Um, but then my. My official uh, senior portrait photo shoot, that one, my hair is straight as hell. I had just gotten a haircut, so it's short, straight, and do you remember when people had, like, more, like, little layers in the front and would, like, sort of straighten them in, like, (laughs) tuck them in like that? So my hair is, like, tucked in, almost like a, a lob, a long bob, if you will. And I'm wearing a string of pearls, some some, like frosted pink lipstick, and my mom fucking loves that photo. By the way, I know she does. She, I think I have a copy of that. I'm sure. If I do, I'm going to upload that (laughs) to our Instagram to promote this. (laughs) Oh my god, I need to. Yeah, I can have one of my brothers take a picture of it too. Um, (laughs) Please, I look like. I look deranged, honestly. I'm 17 years old in that photo, and I I look like I have your head tilt a little. No, that one. I don't have a head tilt in that one. That one, I'm just like (laughs) with my hair, and I mean, my mom loves that photo. The pearls. Ooh, the pearls. She she texted me on uh, Wednesday. Happy um, new president time. Oh yes. I know. So my mom texted me. It was like, um, (laughs) good morning. Make sure to wear. pearls today in honor of oh. Kamala Harris, our first vice president, our first female vice president. I was like, number one, I know who Kamala Harris is. Number two, I know she's our first female vice president. Number three, I will not be wearing pearls today um, because the pearls for Kamala thing is an AKA thing, uh, like her sorority thing. But I think some people just sort of took it Oh yeah, and ran with it, which, you know what? No, that's fine. Enjoy. But I was like, First of all, ma'am, I'm wearing scrubs to work. Like, I'm on my way to work wearing scrubs. just wants you to look scrubs. Like, <laughs> But, you know, I can't argue with her, so I literally was just like, okay, I'll try. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to try. <laughs> I'm not trying. So, you anyway, know what I we found out? I don't own pearls, so. I do. Uh, as I'm saying that, I'm like, mm, I may have lost them or given them to my mom. There was a time where when I was a kid, my mom and my aunt were like obsessed with making me wear pearls. I remember. I was kinda that remember like, that. was that a thing that other kids no, no, no. do? I think it was the Julie thing. <laughs> like, because I think they were very specific. And for your for your sweet 16, didn't you wear a pearl set? I did. I did. I remember. <laughs> why did I always, why was my mom trying to turn me into Jackie O? <laughs> why? were they oh my god <laughs> i was you had pearls and then 
You had pearls a lot. Jenny, just, literally all the time. Like, any special occasion, it was like, oh, well, of course you'll wear your pearls. Oh, Why? Well, well, of course. Because here's the thing. Pearls, I will say, I every generation, pearls. pearls is still considered a very classy thing for every generation. Why? I just, I don't know. I also They're have expensive a, as hell. I'm looking them up right now. Oh, yeah. They are not cheap. Um, I will also say that part of the reason I dislike pearls a lot is because pearl is like the main birthstone for june oh which is when i was born and i always thought it was such a lame birthstone to have like Uh, really pearls okay i don't have any of my birthstone though like emeralds i don't have any of that stuff i'm like there's never been like a time that i wanted but apparently they're very common in columbia so if i want emeralds i go to columbia gemstones are a scam I mean, what isn't a scam? Let's be real. But gemstones are definitely a scam. We can do seat on screen. (laughs) Since I only saw it. (laughs) You seat it and you will tell me. And, uh... What is a what's another way we can phrase this? Seat is only seat by Jenny. <laughs> I was trying to think of a word that would uh, encompass what is about to happen, which is you're about to tell me about this movie. Um, like a seat and reported. Yeah, I was like like a the screen report. <laughs> the screen I don't know report. the seat report. Seat report. Seat report. We'll, we'll workshop that. We'll do it. All right, y'all. So. The film. Wait, on the wait. Table. I want to say, I'm sorry for not watching the movie. Um, this has been so. Last episode, we talked about how I'm so close to my sabbatical, and I really am. Like as of today, I literally have five work days left Ooh. until my sabbatical, Jenny. But when I tell you that the last week has been so hard and stressful. And this coming week is probably going to be the same thing. And it is because we are trying to roll out this vaccine. I worked all day at our vaccine clinic yesterday. And then I came home and then I worked more trying to reschedule patients into the clinic and trying to like, I was calling patients at like 9pm last night. And I felt like I was Oprah like giving out her favorite things except instead of a car it was like hey i got you life-saving health care can you make it tomorrow and they were like oh my god yes please and i felt good but i also felt terrible because i can't do that for everyone Mm. we literally don't have enough supply to get every person in who needs the vaccine right now and of course there are other places people can go like right now dodger stadium is doing vaccines the forum in inglewood is doing vaccines there are other places but The truth is that it's still very limited, and because of that, it has been a very, like, it's been very draining because a lot of the conversations I've had to have this past week is, like, canceling people's appointments because we don't have supply and blah, 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 and I had one lady who was like, oh my god, I'm, like, I literally just cried, like, this is terrible, and I was like, I'm so sorry, but then I got to reach back out to her, and I told her that I had one for her today, I was so happy, like, and she made it, yes, she did, she was like, oh my god, I'm so happy, thank you so much, you just made my whole life, like, this is so wonderful, oh, that's so most, I will say most patients are, like, that level of grateful, because I worked at the clinic yesterday, and, like, scheduled people for their second dose and stuff and most people were like extremely flexible they're like wherever you want me to show up whenever i'll make it whatever and then one woman was like are there people who are not flexible i was like 
yes, <laughs> you would be surprised. But there are people who are like, ooh, that doesn't work for me. Do you have a different time? Or like, I was like, look, whatever you have, just, just take walk it. away from your job. Like, you will be fine. <laughs> just get your ass to this place to get the second dose. Oh, man. We had um, oh, trying Lord. to schedule my parents in Georgia. And that is... It's not working. And and I think one of the biggest um, one of the biggest realizations is I, you know, think it's hard for me who speaks English and navigates the Internet. I can't imagine for folks who don't have anybody oh, to yeah. help them with this because everything's online. Um, phone numbers I'm trying to call. They call you back and just say, we can't help you. You have to go online. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I don't know. I don't. I then they. My dad just is like, well, they said they'll have it at Kroger and Publix, and so he's just showing up to Kroger and Publix. I'm like, no, Bob, we got to make a, we got to make a, an appointment. It's just terrible. So thank you for the work that you're doing, calling these people and getting them plugged in. I just hope that the next couple of weeks can really have some with our change. new administration. Yeah. Shout out to Dr. Fauci, who is so oh, happy right now. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> he was, Fauci. He was like. No glasses on. Like, did he get LASIK? He's got a tan. He's smiling. I like. He did live for it. I'm they upset. put a, a a comparison of him mm-hmm. at, and it was just like rubbing his face the whole time, like a head attention headache, and then he's just like, "It's not a joke, y'all. This no. is different now. I I'm can so feel of, it. I'm so proud of him for making it. Um, but anyway, yeah. I I wish. I hope that with this new administration and the changes that we will get to a place soon where it's not such a shortage of and such a mess of people getting the vaccine. My grandpa in Florida waited in line for nine hours to get vaccinated. Oh, and he got it. God. Yay. He's, I know. And he's like, he's 82, but he's in like phenomenal oh, yeah. shape. Like he walks 10 miles a day. So I'm sure the weight, like the physical toll that the weight took was not large. Cause he's just so, in shape but still nobody should have to wait nine hours for a goddamn did your grandma vaccine. have to wait with him she or? didn't get it yet so i don't i don't know if she wants it but anyway um all that to say that i today is my only day off and uh i did not have a chance to watch this movie <sighs> the chance or like the bandwidth because you were talking about it and you made it sound like <laughs> it was something I wouldn't want to watch. So um, you were, you proposed that you just tell me about it. I'll and so about it. I was like, that sounds great. So here we are. Tell here me we are. what you see this week. So oh, thanks, Jules, for just who you are and what you're doing. And shout out to Grandpa. Getting that shot. Love to hear it. Everybody needs to go ahead and get it. Um, so, movie, prom, concept, musical, result? Okay, sure. No um, I went into this blindly. I did not look anything up. I just knew that it had an all-star cast, and I knew that it was on Netflix. So, when they started breaking out in song, immediately, I was like, what is happening? So, the concept is that there is a young girl in... Uh, Indiana. Her name is Emma. Emma is a high school student who wants to go to the prom with her girlfriend. The PTA president, played by Carrie Washington, is like, not on my watch. And then the principal, Michael uh, Keegan Key, 
he is Keegan Michael Keegan Michael Key. Sorry, Keegan Michael Key is like we will fight for this because the PTA is putting on the prom, so they can decide that. But he's the principal. He's like, no, we're not going to just do that. So it becomes a national story, and then they they show um, New York City where all these actors are there. Um, Meryl Streep and James Corden are. disappointed with their new musical called Eleanor, which is a musical about (laughs) Eleanor Roosevelt. I love that. (laughs) Yes. So they want to, because their musical doesn't do well, they're like, we need something to take away from the fact that our, our musical was trash. So they want to give back by helping young Emma put on a prom for her as a gay, as a gay person. So Nicole Kidman's in it. And so is, Andrew uh, Reynolds. He plays Trent. And so they all get on a bus and make their way to Indiana. Small town Indiana. Why a bus? Because they were... um, Are they broke? They're broke and they were traveling with the Indiana cast of Godspell. So Godspell's on a tour. So they're like, we'll just jump on them. Um, So they get to the high school. She's bullied. Emma's bullied by all these people because she's a lesbian. And I'm like, this, why is this story still happening? Like, is this the town from Footloose? It is literally the town from Glee. And I was just like, what is happening? Mind you, I did not realize until it was over that it was a Ryan Murphy film. And I was like, it is Glee, <laughs> just another episode. So um, they are really mean. The the kids, the um, Carrie Washington, everybody's really mean. So when the actors come in from New York and they're like, we're here to save the world. Everybody's like, why are you here? <laughs> so That's a good valid point. <laughs> yes. So turns out and uh, Meryl Streep is the best part of this. I mean, she is giving looks in every scene, every single scene that she's in is beautiful costume. And, um, she is super self, uh, like she's a narcissist. So it's all about her, but she falls for the principal. The principal falls for her. She's like, Michael Key. Yes. And she's like, you're not normally my demographic. He goes, what a teacher. She goes, no straight. (laughs) 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 And so, um, you know, they have a nice little banter. Then James Corden is playing a gay guy, too, which is weird because I'm like, why not just put a gay man in that cat? Like, I don't get why not cast the gay people that you're talking about. That doesn't make any sense. James is British, right? Like, he's British, married. So, so like, practically the same thing. Yes, right? <laughs> so they have this Sorry, British, British male... Sorry, British terrible joke. <laughs> this British male male actor playing a gay male American actor from a small town, and his mom had, like, rejected him. So he was like, oh, I'm here because I have to defend Emma, because that's what happened to me, because Emma was kicked out of her parents' house and is now being raised by her grandma. And so Emma just wants to dance with her date at prom. And here's the kicker, y'all. The spoiler, as you would say, her girlfriend is Carrie Washington's daughter. 
and mm-hmm. Carrie Washington in this, the movie does not know. And so do uh, we know, we know, oh, we okay. know that is introduced and they have like a song. I'm telling they have songs all up and down this musical and it's a nice song. And it's about like, all I want to do is dance with you. And so it was really, it's really hard because you're seeing the kind of same story that you always see, right? Like we saw in um, the other movie, The Happiest Season, where it's like one person is like out and proud and the other person is like, no, I can't tell anybody yet. Not yet. Don't tell them yet. So it's a lot of struggle. um, And I, you know, it's hard to just see it because I know a lot of people struggle with that, but it just stinks that that's always the same story. Mm-hmm. And uh, we go to prom day. It's finally been approved. They're going to do it. They're going to have the prom. She, Emma's like, I can't wait to tell the world I'm going to see you. And James Corden gives her a makeover. So it was like this whole thing. Uh, and they get to the prom and nobody's there. The PTA, I know, the PTA has um, decided last minute there was a big change and they needed to move the venue. Don't tell her because they still have an inclusive prom. They just had it in separate locations. So it's super heartbreaking because she goes in and the her her girlfriend is not even there. And she's like, just meet me here then. Emma's like, just come to me and you can meet me. And she's like, no, and leaves her there. It's super heartbreaking and super sad. So then the rest of the movie is trying to have that part where Emma can like regain her you know her confidence and not be all over the news about what just happened and Meryl Streep and Mike Meryl Streep and Keegan-Michael are like trying to figure out what is going to happen with them because she's such a narcissist that he finds out she only came to Indiana to cover her PR bases so he's like why are you using us like go away but then she she makes him see that she's gonna change and she does a selfless act by calling her ex-husband giving up her beach house so that we can give airtime to emma to tell her story then emma doesn't want to give doesn't want to go on tv so meryl streep that that scene where she wants to kill emma because she had to give up her beach house is actually so confused about this beach house wait yes she it's a beach house between her and her ex-husband and that is what her ex-husband wanted and she was like i'm never gonna give that up but he has a tv show and that was how she was able to get the airtime for emma and when emma says she doesn't want it she's like Oh, hell no. (laughs) But um, Emma then releases her song to talk about her feelings. Every single teenager nowadays has a YouTube that they release a song on. Like, it's just outrageous. But other people felt seen in that. And so the actors were actually able to put on another prom. They wanted to make it big and loud and inclusive to every student in the area so that they can come and celebrate their love. And then... Then Emma's girlfriend finally, finally um, comes out after her friends had to also be convinced. So there was like a really big part where um, Reynolds is um, teaching the students that they shouldn't be bullies and that they shouldn't be um, homophobic. And like it's the lesson of the movie. And 
everybody's like so supportive at the end and there's a ton of color and a ton of light and super sweetness. I, I thought it was okay, but again, I didn't know it was Ryan Murphy. And then I realized it was my Murphy and it was just the same story, right? Like if you've seen Glee, if you've seen American Horror Story, if you've seen, uh, Anything that he has, it's typically the same. This outcast one person who then needs to find a group of friends and then sing in song to make themselves seen. But it was really colorful, really bright and a different kind of movie. And I think a lot of people have had really good positive feedback. I don't have necessarily super negative feedback, but it was just, again, the same story. So that's what I liked. um, Thank you for that rundown it was very i i feel like i get it like i got the gist of the movie but it also has confirmed that i will not watch this movie <laughs> like i am i'm so what there i don't even know i really shouldn't ask questions because like i'm sure that the questions are answered in the movie and i don't care enough about it but um when you said it was a musical, I was like, girl. And I don't dislike musicals, but I'm not like a big musical person. I like, actually, let me take that back. Let me take that back. I, there are some musicals that I really love. What I don't love are, and I, I feel bad about this. I don't love the kinds of people who are very into musicals uh-huh. or musical theater actors, like musical theater kids. And I, that's a very blanket statement. Some of my, you know, some of my closest friends love musical theater. That's a lie. Um, but I said it, I was like, surely that's true. And then I was like, do I have close friends who are really into musical theater? I no, not at all. Not at all. And I, I mean, it's fine. You know, can't be friends with everybody. I don't want to be friends with everybody. Um, but yeah. So, so you telling me that this movie is not only a musical, but it's a musical about people who do musical theater. <laughs> like that is truly terrible. <laughs> like I'm horrified. <laughs> You're right. It literally, it's a musical about musical theater people. Not, is, that's yeah. a no for me. To your point, if you do not like musicals, y'all do not watch this. This is a musical. Is the music good? Uh, some of the songs. Uh, I think the song where Emma is singing to her girlfriend, which I can't remember her name. That's the worst part about me. Fine. I have to look up the, the thing. I don't need their names. But, um, yeah, I think that song was really fun because it was just like, all I want to do is dance with you. Like, that's it. Like, outside of all this other stuff, I just want to dance with you in public. And it just also just sits too. like, are we ever going to get I mean, I hope we will. But I hope the society and like, I hope if if I become a parent that my child never has to be afraid to tell me something, mm-hmm. uh, especially if they are in love, right? Like, that's such a nice thing to, like, share with somebody, like, oh, I'm in love. And that um, Carrie Washington's daughter can't even tell her that because she has to be so perfect and, like, everything she does. And so it, 
like when she does tell Carrie Washington, it's really like, oh, damn, like the the character is upset. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, you know, to all the people who are seeing that movie and are living that you are loved and it's a weird and sad moment when your parent doesn't reflect that when you tell them something so personal and so determining and it just it's really sad but uh it was you know again a hard movie if for you know the folks who live that life but i think they also can see it as a a very uplifting moment especially if you like musicals <laughs> to be very close stop depressing me i don't want to too much Ugh. it's it's like me and children's choirs i don't enjoy those <laughs> And I'm terrified that when I do have children, we're going to have to go to children's choir performances. Why and would that's you? that's going to be a problem. That's not a common thing that people do when they have kids. Oh, but it is. Uh, all these kids are in some kind of musical or concert or something. Wait, oh but, but uh, okay, a musical or, or a concert or a recital is different from a children's choir, which Can't I'm... Stand it. I'm <laughs> like, when Don't you, want it. When you say children's choir, I think a children's choir, like... The, the robes and the high voices and the oh god stop like, I'm, I'm imagining it it's are you scared of children's I, choir i hate them. like i did not why, know this about you why do they sing so high because like, they're it's, children it's a problem they're <laughs> literally children they I cannot can't. sing in lower registers I anyway can't. thank you so much for uh that scene report So now, are you ready for what you found on Al Gore's internet? I am. Um, oh, God. Actually, what? You smiled when you looked, so I'm like, is this going to be a crazy story? Oh, I was like, wait, I'm not allowed to smile all of a sudden? Um, hold on, let me get into position. I pulled up some a few things, but... Position. Um, mm-hmm. I just... Uh, um, side note, my sure. father... My father um, apparently looks at my stories on Instagram and, <laughs> and he now knows how to reply to it. And such, he wrote, congratulations to my photo. <laughs> it's my photo about a 24 hour chat room on Clubhouse. And also oh. <laughs> congratulations on an Instagram live video that I just posted about me and my makeup. So... You don't know support until your father is on <laughs> Congratulations. Instagram. Congratulations. <laughs> is that the main word he knows how to spell in English? <laughs> he wrote congratulations twice. He did too. <laughs> I mean, you know what? That's supportive. I love that. Oh, man. Um, and nobody hypes up. I will say nobody hypes up a Facebook photo like your mom Oof. or an aunt or your mom's close friend, oh, a family friend, my God, a family friend of decades. You do not know gassing up until you've had a family friend you've known since you were three years old. See a photo of you <laughs> and your boyfriend on New Year's. And just, I mean, it's like, oh, my God, you're gorgeous. I love you. I, I missed you. I'm like, you're a fucking okay, model. You're okay, a model. My here. God. I can't wait to be that. Um 
old person for like your kids oh my god i can't wait for it either my mom also when i sent her the picture of my makeup she goes and then she puts my dad on the phone you hear in the back you think she'll let me forward it to people and he goes well it's your picture now you can't i was like well that is a concept and so then i receive a message and she forwarded it back to me i was like mom i have Mm -hmm. the phone no you gotta be on the thread so she she can reply yeah she loves it that's cute (laughs) um let me hold on i don't want to do that so it's been a while since we did an am i the asshole i feel like or maybe it's only been a week i don't know it's been like yeah i think it was like oh we did we did do that one where the woman was yes. with a murderer with, probably with a murderer his weird his weird hobby does she call it something oh like yeah that? he just likes to take women's license uh driver's licenses you know what? how you know how guys do you know and i think i'm gonna stop talking to him now uh, well okay. okay we're not gonna go down that road. okay so we have oh this one looks good i love a I love a family dynamic um oh same Okay. Ooh. 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 Do you want a wedding one? Or? Oh. You're about to oh. say or. Oh. Um. No. Okay. Well, hold on. <laughs> I, do, I do have. <laughs> do you want two options? Here's one and only one. <laughs> you will take what I give you. Um. Okay, let me just read the the title for you. Am I the asshole for stealing the spotlight at my best friend's wedding? I know. Yes. Okay, (laughs) okay. Or am I the asshole for not including my sister in a family photo? You don't like that? Okay, okay, okay. Or... This one seems dumb. Am I the asshole for telling my husband to buy his own laptop and taking mine back? That is dumb. Okay. I say let's do the wait, which one do you like? The sister one? Uh no, I don't I, I don't care. I can do the best friend's wedding and then maybe the okay. sister one. Let's do the best friend's wedding first and then okay. we'll, we'll that see. one is short too, so I like that. Okay. Um Am I the asshole for stealing the spotlight at my best friend's wedding? So, two days ago, my best friend contacted me to be her wedding singer. Um, okay. I know, sorry. <laughs> this is like two rom-coms, which I don't think my best friend's wedding should be classified as a rom-com, but you know how <laughs> it is. Um, my best friend's wedding singer. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry for that tangent. <laughs> my best friend's wedding singer uh okay let me start over so two days ago my best friend contacted me to be her wedding singer the original one canceled on the last minute because he had a tonsillitis and the wedding would be tomorrow yesterday a wedding at this time in this panini Oh, the wedding pancake means nothing to nobody. The wedding would be tomorrow. Although I guess if they're not in America, they could probably be living their lives like normal people. So I don't know where they are. Um, The wedding. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Um, The wedding would be tomorrow, a.k.a. yesterday. So I accepted it. I can sing, but I'm into upbeat music. So I asked her if it is fine to sing pop. She said she actually preferred it if I sing pop. 
She even requested to make it explosive that she will suddenly forget she's being married. What's happening here? Huh? <laughs> what is happening here in this uh, Reddit? I don't know what I'm reading. Um, okay. So since she's a K-pop fan too, and I recently oh. just learned a new one along with the choreography, I decided to perform that instead. It is called Can't Stop Me by Twice. It is a high and loud song with very hard choreography. So the performance happened. I gave it my all. I sang energetically and showcased my explosive dance moves. I feel like we're saying explosive a lot. What? <laughs> um, is she in Korea? I'm so I mean, confused. It could be. It could be. Um, her groom, however, did not like it. Actually, most of the visitors, who are mostly the groom's relatives, didn't. His mom even scolded me in private, saying I ruined the solemnity of the event. Is it a funeral or a wedding? Uh, well, they might be Korean. So, are members? Korean weddings? I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I, are Korean weddings? I think some like, of them are somber. It's possible. Okay. Um, you just all saying, my information is just, from Ninety Day Fiance. Oh, you do love Ninety Day Fiance. Um, my best friend apologized because she didn't expect that her in laws and husband would hate it, but I think it is her right to ask for the song she wants because she's the bride. But then the groom is also a part of this, and he also deserved what he wanted so am i the asshole i feel like the um title of this and the actual content were mismatched yes i was promised something else yes that's why damn it i knew we would get played by whoever wrote we did we did get played um what is happening i don't really i feel like it's hard for me to like judge this because i don't know what the cultural expectations are where this person is um like it seems like a very traditional thing and also the fact where the bride was like she wants to make it explosive so that she will suddenly forget she's being married yeah that is that is very weird and again because i think they're in another country it sounds as if this is like translated to english too like so it's not really making that much sense but i it does not sound like they out outshone the bride it sounds like the family had their own expectations and that words are met so i was once uh mc for a wedding that had no dancing Mm. or alcohol mm. and I um, but they had a band and as the MC, I naturally moved to movement like music like it's just a natural thing so I shook a little bit I was like ooh ooh girl I got a tap on the shoulder from the sister she was like you know you're not supposed to be <gasps> dancing oh like, oh wait so when you say there's no dancing there was like Actively, not allowed. It was not. Oh, it was footloose. It yeah, really. Wait, what was this a religious thing? It was a religious thing. Yeah, and why is there a band? So this is why it was very confusing because it was a religious thing, but the way I met the groom was dancing. So he was adamant that his grandfather did not want that. 
Now, other people there are dance. Most people dance. And um, according to the Pentecostal religion, you're not supposed to dance. And so I was like, okay, I mean, I don't want to be disrespectful, but I also wasn't doing like a whole number, but you also had the band and no alcohol. You got to give me, you got to let me do a shimmy, honey. They said, you shimmy don't. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So. Wait, what is the band for? What kind of music does a band play if they don't want people to dance? Yeah, it was definitely a lot of jazz and like a jazz. I mean, yeah. people dance to jazz. Also, look, I mean, I just we know think... that I am not a organized religion person, but I'm just saying if your Lord does not want you to dance, Something seems wrong about that, but girl, I don't know because I don't know. The Bible I've read has Jesus turning water into wine to keep the party going. So I just don't don't understand why your Bible Jesus didn't have that. Would want passage. you to get lit? Okay, that is Jesus just clear. Has, Jesus has only told me that he <laughs> wants to hang out with the strippers, with the vandals, with the the folks that are partying because he clearly keeps going to the parties. So yeah. for me, it was very difficult. I did get tapped on the shoulder, but I did not ca- I did not take away the attention from the bride and groom. So whoever wrote this, you yeah, that are was weird. Silly. I don't I don't know. I don't like it. I'm let's pass on that. Anyway, uh, so here we are at the end. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> there we go. I don't know what's happening. Uh, like the stress or Mm, mm, duress even that my brain has been under for like I feel like I was talking to people yesterday and I was saying things and I felt like I wasn't in control of my thought like my brain I was like what's what's happening here where where's this gonna go and it was great like patients were very happy and you know all of my team is very like we're all just like upbeat and like friendly and it's not fake it's like we actually want to help people but everyone's always surprised they're like why is everybody so happy i'm like i don't know shit we're alive it's a pandemic what do you want it's real i mean we're just secretly hiding the depression and the burnout but hello we're good at it so i'm not even secretly hiding it i mean (laughs) today i said you know i would just wish that my shower could be hot for like 45 minutes and they were like why do you want to take a shower for 45 minutes it's like why not so i can sob in peace so i can have water (laughs) hit my body so i can just be lost in my thoughts i want to be in a hot ass shower for 45 minutes what is the problem we're in a pandemic that's a long time, but you know, you do you, um, do you on that note, what has brought you joy this week or made the world suck a little less? An inauguration. <gasps> yes, it was. I, okay. I have been watching inaugurations for quite some time now. Wow. It's only been four days since the, inaug- well, that's weird. It's been a, like January is such a long month. Oh my, but it's literally only four days. Today's the 24th. That's insane. Yeah. Um, But the inauguration really brought me joy, y'all. Like, I have watched them for a very long time. My first one of real understand, of, of memory was Bill Clinton's, of understanding was Bush and Bush Jr. And it's so interesting to see, like, 
the one first see, uh, Bush Jr. I still remember. I was like, this sucks. I remember thinking like, ugh, why is he president? Because of course, you know, you hear your parents talk about it. And then I was like, but this is still really cool. Like, He's now the president and then see Obama's and then not watch Trump's and see this one. Um, It was just so powerful and uplifting and scary Mm -hmm. at the same time because I was like, should I be happy or something going to happen? But it was just a, a day that that actually felt like a sigh of relief that you can hear so many other people feel that CNN started playing commercials again. (laughs) Like they haven't been 24 hours straight. Um, Amanda Gorman. I finally watched. I watched it. Oh my God. Amazing. Phenomenal. Everything that she did. Um, Lady Gaga, thank you. <laughs> um, Jennifer the Lopez, I still don't get it, but I like the shout out in Spanish. I like the Let's Get Loud. I just have been my critique this week. She should have said, Let's get loud. Let's get loud. We got a new president in town. She should have really. Oh, okay. You know, okay. If yeah. she has, had ever opened any of my DMs, she would know that I can just coach her. <laughs> but outside of that, that was the only thing that I was just like, I wish they would have completed that. And then watching the America Celebrates in the evening was really nice that they had so many different musical acts. And it was just a very emotional day, especially, and I posted about this, but they sang the song um, Hallelujah. And it was the same song that uh, Kate McKinnon had sung on SNL when she was playing Hillary after the loss. And that was the same day that the um, songer, songwriter um, had died. And so she plays that song. It was so somber. But then to see the song again four years later, I was like, oh, my God, we made it. So it was really nice. And it brought me joy that has sustained me to today. I'm going to... Um as we say, piggyback off of that and hey. uh, allow that to be the thing that brought me joy slash made the world suck a little less. However, um, my experience with the inauguration this week was not the same because I didn't get to watch it. Like I actually didn't watch Amanda Gorman's um, performance of her amazing poem until this morning. Oh, my I know. Gosh. I know. That's how crazy this week has been. And I woke up like, I, this is a segment about joy, sort of, but I also just want to allow it to be about feelings in general. Like, I, obviously, like any rational, sane person, have been looking forward to a time where we no longer had that orange cancer in our White House. And so that part was very thrilling to me, and I was very excited. And I remember, um, you know, I remember election night four years ago, sobbing and like crying for weeks and inauguration obviously skipping it I remember I was at work that day and my one of my best friends at work who is not working there anymore but shout out to Maya because she does listen to this she brought me flowers that day um because she was it was a tough day and we just like kind of bonded and um like I remember all these things so vividly and was looking forward to this day for so long but when I woke up like I just I was so drained that, like, I couldn't even, like, I felt like that relief a little bit, especially, like, part of the reason I was 
even scared that day was because of all the like, you know, the coup and all the stuff that's been going on. <laughs> like, is this a good idea to have this inauguration outside where anybody can access these people? You know, thankfully, the people who were there to protect and do all the things were able to do whatever they had to do um, and things went smoothly. But that was definitely an anxiety that people had and me included. Mm -hmm. But also, like, I had just spent, like, Tuesday night was a night where I had to call a bunch of people and tell them that I had to cancel their vaccine appointment. Mm. And the, like, those calls are so difficult. <laughs> um, and most people were, you know, kind and understanding. Some people were very upset, and I got that. And, like, I spoke to one woman, she's 80 years old, and I told her, you know, like, I'm so sorry, we have to cancel this. Um, because, I don't know if you saw this week, but there was a time where they paused giving out the Moderna vaccine because of some, like, allergy, allergic reaction thing. Um, it ended up being fine. But for a time, that, like, really impacted the supply. Mind you, there's already much fewer vaccines available than certain administration people led us to believe. So there's, like, a supply issue. And then this impacted it more. So we literally just didn't have any more vaccines that we thought we were getting. And so I had to talk to this 80-year-old woman, and I told her, and her first response was, you know, I just don't think I'm going to make it. <gasps> and I, Jenny... Oh, my God! Like, when I tell you that my heart broke... Like, this was a short week at work, because we had Monday off, and it felt like the longest week of my life. And so I was, like, crying and all, you know, I'm naturally an emotional person, but this was just, like, so, like, we've been in this pandemic for so long, um, and it is hard, <laughs> like, and I'm not even, like, a person who's, like, doing important work. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. I'm not, like, actually treating patients, but even just being this close to it for so long and seeing how many people have died, like... It sucks. <laughs> I mean, I am... A few days later, I was able to get that woman in for her vaccine. And she was hey! I know, so happy. And it was like, I felt like I was... Like, I felt like it was Christmas. Like, I, I was so happy that she got yeah. it. Um, so Wednesday was, like, difficult for me. Because I had to go back to work and make these calls again. <laughs> and, like communicate with these people who were angry and upset and with good reason and literally have to tell them like we have no control over this I'm so sorry like I'm as upset as you are um and because of that you know I am hopeful for this new administration but I'm also like so angry that we had to get to this place like it's insane. It's actually insane. And don't ever think you're not doing important work. Every phone call that you make is life changing and you are doing good work by being there, supporting your team and making sure that the culture of the office reflects something that is supported during such a very difficult time. And it's been a year. So don't think that you're not doing good work. Every day that you go in there is a good day. 
And we have to believe that something better will come. I hate Americans for doing this. <laughs> I hate what? I hate reading this shit. Like we are literally this is the month of last last year this month where you had said this is going to get crazy. And then February, you kept saying this is going to get crazy. And then they finally called it in March. They finally said it when that the pandemic word was used. I was like, oh, shit, this just got real. Like, we need to stop and to do your part. It sucks. It sucks to see. Oh, my God. So many people are like, let's just travel just to travel. I'm like, yeah, unless you're doing real work, why are we doing this? Like, it stinks and it's a, a very difficult time. And I'm so sorry. But know that your work is so good, Julie, that you're doing such good work every day that you go in there, every day that you are supporting your team. And, you know, as now somebody who has seen the work that your office does, Personally, it is a really good supportive team. I texted my doctor and that that lady texted me back right away. I was like, I've never experienced this. Um, And so it stinks, but you're doing really great work. So you can cry and feel all your feelings, but know that you're doing. I sure always do. So (laughs) um, I am. uh, I'm surprised it's taken this long for me to cry on an episode of the podcast, to be quite honest, because I cry a lot. But, um, yeah, so... You made it. Unfortunately, the inauguration day was, you know, I, I wasn't... I was, like, so busy. Like, I just couldn't even... I couldn't even have it on. Like, I was... I just... I didn't... I wasn't able to. So, I did go back and watch um, some of the stuff. But for the most part, like, I haven't seen any of it, really. But I saw the... I saw the memes. I saw the looks. Oh, my God. I saw God, the Bernie the memes. memes. Um, Those Bernie memes are I saw hysterical. The, I saw the Michelle Obama uh, outfit. Hello? Girl. Uh, First mean, of all... A queen? The hair? More laid? than a queen. I more mean, than a queen. Okay. A goddess? I, I don't Yes. Even... The fact that she came in there and someone said on one of these TikToks, she could have sauntered right up to that mic and uh, gotten herself into the presidency <laughs> and we would have all been okay with it. And That's I'm actually like, true. Is, oh That's my true. God. It was amazing. Um, the Bernie part was so funny because I remember when they first showed Bernie walking, I was like, he would be the only one wearing like a real ass parka. And you know what? Getting- I can respect that because I don't like the cold. And sometimes if you want the real as you and I have both lived in Chicago, if you want the real stuff that's going to keep you warm, it's not going to look cute. Nope. It's going to be a big sleeping bag. Um, and those cute like I feel like everyone else had like gorgeous coats and they looked amazing, but they were probably cold as hell. Oh, if obviously. it's cute, a cute coat is not for a strong winter. It's you know? not unless you have some like actual like I can imagine that they probably had some of those um, hot hands like take to their body. <laughs> that's what I would do. <laughs> right? like, just, just put them here somewhere. But it was just so fun. That actually is the only way people should actually live. Put hot hands everywhere you can. <laughs> Don't do, guys, Jenny is not a doctor. Um, <laughs> you might get burned somehow. Look, you will probably get burned. Don't do it. Do not take any medical advice from the show. <laughs> I uh, got all my medical licensing from Grey's, Grey's Anatomy. Anatomy. Season one through six because I stopped after that. But um, I think 
yeah, the birdie memes have been so funny. He just looks so warm right away. And then just my favorite one is like when he's walking down and like birdie habits on his list. This is not the only thing he has to do today. He got that manila envelope. He had to go to the bank probably, you know. I love it. Transactions. The birdie memes are great. The Michelle memes are amazing, Um, especially the michelle look at inauguration 2017 versus now um where i don't know if you remember her look in 2017 i mean she always looks great but honey did not try with the hair she literally had that bun it was slicked down oh, and a yeah, little ponytail yeah. bun and they were like 2017 versus 2021 yes like let it be known that a black woman making doing her hair like she did in 2017 that was a statement her statement was <laughs> fuck you <laughs> like, no my god it was so funny too like because they always keep comparing like should he someone asked bernie should trump have been there he was like of course he should have been there that is what you're supposed to do but he's never gonna go to these things he's never he wasn't ever an actual person who regarded the office of presidency as it needed to be. And I was like, I don't even know why they're asking them this question. Like everybody knows the answer, but bye Felicia. Like he literally got in a little plane. It was like, have a good life. And to you, sir, I do not wish you the same deuces. Thanks for listening to get funny. We hope you laughed, but if you didn't, we did. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. We killed it. Crushed it. <laughs> <laughs>